Hello, welcome to the Negative Positives Podcast, episode number 107107. I'm your host, Mike Gutterman, coming to you from the Gutterman Cave on a Monday night slash Tuesday morning, the weekly drunken podcast, the podcast that I do after band practice where too much alcohol has been consumed. The pro- the <laughs> the podcast that I probably should never do, but I do anyway, because uh, why? Why not? Why not be known as everyone's favorite drunken film photography podcast? And that's, I think, my goal here. So, uh, <laughs> so that's where we're at. Uh, what has happened here recently? Well, uh, I got my anti-static brush in the mail today. Haven't had a chance to chance it, uh, to, to check it out yet, see how it works. Uh, but it's a little anti-static brush that's meant to get dust off your film negatives, and hopefully your film scanner, uh, film holders, and all that stuff. So, haven't had a chance to try it out, but uh, it's interesting. It's uh, it was made by oh gosh, I can't think of the name of it now. It's like kin- kin- kinetic kinetronics or something. <laughs> <laughs> this is the wrong time to try to think of this name, uh, but I'll, I'll try to get that brand name out. It, it may not even work, so um, there's probably no sense in getting you all involved in this just yet until I try it out. But uh, let's see. Oh, and uh, so last night after the recording with Andre Dominguez, I scanned the three rows of film that I had developed uh, uh, this weekend, and. You know, the I've, I've had three scanning sessions in the last couple of weeks of film that I've developed. The first one was very dusty and really bothered me. The second time, I thought I eliminated a lot of the dust with my scanning, and it came out pretty clean and very nice. And then last night, what I scanned, dusty as all get out, like dust everywhere. Like dust just, uh, <laughs> I'm going to have to spend a lot of time uh, in Photoshop I think getting all this dust out and I don't know what has changed uh, with my process because I usually don't have this much dust problems Uh, and strangely it's mostly been with my color film developing I don't know if if it has anything to do with the color film developing or what I'm doing different in that process but when I do black and white film developing I haven't had nearly these dust issues but suddenly, it is a prominent problem. Like, wait, I've developed film at home for a lot of years, and I've got quite a bit of experience at it. But suddenly, dust has reared its ugly, dusty head into my life, and I'm hating it. And I think a big part of it is this V800 scanner, Epson V800, and its anti-Newton plastic uh windows on the film holders so as soon as i finish this podcast i'm to hell with it i'm going online i'm going to buy some v700 uh film holders that do not have the anti-newton ring plastic windows because i just can't i can't fight this like this this is it's too many surfaces to have to clean too many dust issues and i just i can't deal with it anymore so i have decided I'm going to get me some V700 holders and use those instead. Uh, So, yeah, I pretty much can firmly tell you right now, if you're in the market 
for an upscale Epson flatbed scanner, uh, give the middle finger to the V800 and its holders and buy a V700 and save yourself some money. Or if you want a V800 for some of the uh, extra, uh, I don't know, the uh, maybe extra quality it gives or a V850, go ahead and budget in some extra money to get the V700, V750 uh, film holders because this dust, I have never dealt with dust like this before. It is, uh, <laughs> it's almost unmanageable unmanageable <laughs> so just saying that's where I'm at with uh, my latest scanning debacle and uh, you know it's funny uh, I love film and all the things we go through as film photographers developing our own film scanning or printing in a dark room everything is it's a lot of work isn't it and we really have to love it to do it. And uh, none of these little problems that I've ran into in the last couple of weeks has turned me off of film. So that's a positive. Uh, the negative is, how do we get somebody that's just getting into it to want to get past all these obstacles that you may run into with doing film photography? And there are a lot of obstacles. I mean, I'm somebody that's done it for a long time. And I've had a lot of experience of developing my own film, scanning my own film, all that stuff. And even now, like, even recently, I'm still running into issues. And so it takes a lot of persistence, I guess, to be a film photographer. And that's great for all of us that love us, that love film photography. And, you know, we're cool with that. And we're going to stick with it. We're not going to give up just because I got a little dust on my negatives or whatever. But what about the new people? How do we keep them from being discouraged by all these little obstacles that seem to rear their ugly little heads from time to time? I don't know. That's a question I think we all need to kind of think about and think about how we can maybe make this process easier for those that that walk the trail after us. So, I don't know. Just something to think about and... Uh, Anyway, I am going to uh, take a little break here. I've, I've got some emails to get to. So let me get all these emails organized and I'll get back in the next segment and read these emails. Okay, I think I got these emails sorted out where I can make some sense of them. Uh, the first one is from Kevin Dillon. Now, Kevin sent this email... Uh, before last night's episode where I was talking to Andre and uh, Andre had mentioned that he had spoke with an ex-Kodak employee about adding photo flow to your final stage or to your stabilizer in C41 chemicals when you're doing C41 processing at home and that it was perfectly fine. Uh, so this is uh, coming before we got that little tidbit of information. Uh, but I'll go ahead and read uh, Kevin Dillon's uh, email here. He says, I agree with Junior Wyatt's response about water spots. Spots are caused by impurities in water. So using distilled water, which has no impurities, should do the trick. Also, adding photo flow to your final stage of developing may change the stabilizer's characteristics. If it were me, I would avoid the photo flow in the stabilizer. Maybe afterwards is okay. I don't know. I've only used it with black and white developing. 
Give the distilled water a shot. I am sure it would help. Oh yeah, one more thing. Bottled spring water is not distilled, so make sure you get the real dill. Kevin Dillon. Uh, Kevin Dillon is on Flickr as Rico Shooter. That is Rico underscore Shooter. R-I-C-O-H underscore Shooter. And he is now also on Instagram uh, as Rico Shooter. That is Rico, R-I-C-O-H underscore Shooter. S-H-O-O-T-E-R. Yeah, um, for me, uh, with the current batch of C41 chemicals I have mixed up, I didn't mix it with distilled water, so I don't really have an option with that. So what I'm going to try with this is add some photo flow to the stabilizer. Uh, uh, you know, try to maybe, you know, add a, a little more photo flow to that, uh, especially after Andre talked to an ex Kodak employee that seems to think that is perfectly safe. Um, apparently, the stabilizer actually has a little bit of photo flow in it anyway, so I don't think it will necessarily change the stabilizer's characteristics. But uh, so I'm going to try that uh, with this particular batch. But I will say the next time I order a C41 home developing kit from the FPP, the Film Photography Project, I think next time I will mix it with distilled water and then and not do any photo flow. See if that stops the water spots. If it does, then I'm, I'm cool. If it doesn't, well, then I can always do the photo flow to the stabilizer if, I, if that didn't work out. So I think that's the way I'm going to approach it. But, you know, everyone seems to have their processes on these, on on the C41 and trying to avoid the water spots. I have really hard water in Louisville, Kentucky. So that's why I'm probably maybe fighting this more than most. But, but yeah, decide, uh, take the facts that we've given out here and and choose what might be your best method. But uh, we can get this worked out. We can figure it out, right? All right, so thank you, Kevin, uh, for the email. Always a pleasure to hear from you, brother. And um, the next email is from Stephen Ray. Uh, and he is getting me a, a, a good long email here, and I, I like it here. He says, Hi, Mike. I've been meaning to write you for a week or so, but been real busy. My wife keeps wanting me to help plan our trip to the mighty U.S. of A. This morning, you and Andre were talking about stickers. I, like most others, love stickers, but t-shirts are my favorite. Last year, I returned home from America with 58 t-shirts. I've probably worn about 15 of them. According to my wife, I'm only buying 10 this trip. How cute. She thinks I'll stick to it. Ha ha ha. (laughs) Anyhow, the real reason for this email was the lost photo story I've been meaning to write. (laughs) Yeah, so... uh, I do love stickers. I'm a stickler for stickers, uh, but I also have a t-shirt problem, and my wife gives me grief a lot about it as well, wanting me to purge a lot of my t-shirts, and uh, I, I, I have a hard time doing it. I'm a big t-shirt fan as well. So, <laughs> Anyhow, uh, Stephen continues on here. He says, on our trip to America last year, we started in San Francisco, then flew to Las Vegas. There, we picked up a car and drove the rest of the trip. Almost 7,000 miles. We were headed up to Yellowstone National Park. On the way, we spent the night in Salt Lake City. On the morning that we headed for Salt Lake, I woke up with a fever. 
We left Las Vegas at around 6 a.m. I loaded my Trip 35 with Ektar and my Leica M2 with Eastman XX. We had a huge argument because I was clearly on death's door and wouldn't give up the driving. <laughs> so, great start. And I'm super angry. Ha ha ha. <laughs> I'm kind of with you there, man. Like, I, I usually do all the driving on our road trips. And uh, uh, my wife, at times, she's a little more nervous about driving than I am. So when she starts getting to be a, too much of a backseat driver or actually a passenger seat driver, I always threaten her with, uh, you want to drive? <laughs> Don't make me pull this car over. You can drive it then. And that usually stops it because she hates driving. So, <laughs> But now my wife's, my wife's an angel. I'm not trying to make her out to be a beast here, but uh, just saying she is not a fan of road trips. So I can, I can sympathize, sympathize there. But uh, okay, so he continues on. Uh, Stephen continues on. He says, uh, on the way to Salt Lake, we took a detour to Bryce Canyon. Holy shit. If there was ever a, was a place to shoot, it was there. I shot my Ektar row in no time, all the while shooting the double X. I started to get concerned when the double X row didn't seem to run out. But hey, you know, it's from the FPP, and sometimes Mr. Rosso gives you a 30 row by mistake. We got back to the car, and, <laughs> and after another argument, I didn't seem to have the energy. From uh, So my lovely wife started driving. I picked up my Trip 35 to take the row out of it and looked at the lens to see I'd bumped the aperture ring so everything was way overexposed. Shit! <laughs> then I picked up the M2 and wound on the next frame to discover, oh, there was no film. When I got home to New Zealand, I developed the film myself. Luckily, I got some super thin negatives that strangely have become some of my favorite photos from our trip. I shot 68 film. 68 rows of film over the five weeks we spent in America, and the ones I missed at Bryce still haunt me to this day. We are back in the U.S. in August and have planned the part of our trip to return and get some good photos of Bryce Canyon. Anyhow, keep up the good work. Bye. Little Stevie Ray. <laughs> Stephen Ray is on Instagram at ray.steven. That is R-E-A dot Stephen S-T-E-P-H-E-N on Instagram. And uh Stephen, thank you so much for, for the uh for the story. Uh even though it didn't make it in time for the podcast where we talked about the uh the shot that got away. Uh I'm so glad you sent that in. It's a great story. And uh you know the good thing is is you're returning to the Grando United States of America and going to get a second chance at doing it. Uh, at least you get the second chance because a lot of times when you miss an, a photo opportunity, you don't get that chance to take that photo again. So at least you'll you'll get another round and I'm sure you'll nail it. It's uh, uh, You know, it's funny. Uh, the longer we shoot photography, the, the longer we're into it, uh, I think sometimes as good as you get and the better you get at it, I think sometimes we get cocky, don't we? Like, oh, I got this. I know what I'm doing. And you miss little things sometimes because you get a little too cocky, right? And uh, next thing you know, you bump that aperture ring or uh, you forgot to load some film. So <laughs> so I mean, these things happen. We all deal with it. It's kind of the, the part of the joy and the sorrow <laughs> of shooting film photography. But uh, 
Uh, but yeah, thank you so much, uh, 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 Stephen, for the uh, for the uh, the email, and uh, I like that story. And hey, you know what? Next time, this time at Bryce Canyon, you're gonna nail it. I got faith in your brother. So, all right, the last email is from Ray D. Yeah, he is talking about the prize package that he won on the 100th episode Grand Sweepstakes Giveaway. And uh, so he sent me an email. It's very nice. He says, Hi, Mike. Thanks so much for sending the film and the fantastic zine called Plastic Beach. Kodak Triax is my favorite black and white film, so that was a nice prize to win. But the best thing was your zine, which was a great collection of black and white images of the beach with combinations of natural and man-made objects. Your presentation was very reflective and mystical and made me remember times when I would walk on the beach and feel close to nature. Great photos. Thanks again for the prize and for sharing your love of film photography with us, with your podcast. Rock on, Ray D. Ray, thank you so much for that awesome, awesome email and it's absolutely my pleasure to share my love of film photography and you guys have given me the listeners have given me as, as much joy and uh, that I could possibly ever give you guys. So it's uh, it's it's been really awesome to do this, and uh, the fact that there's there's listeners and being able to interact with people has been uh, the best part about this. So, uh, but yeah, uh, and yeah, Kodak Triax. My favorite black and white film as well, brother. So we're we're there on that. So uh, and I'm glad you won it if that's your favorite film. And uh, also my zine, I think uh, Ray was actually the one that won issue number one of my zine. And we all know that's the going to be the one that's, that's worth all the money when I die. <laughs> so, but anyway, uh, yeah, like. Thanks so much for the compliments of my zine. You know, it's always weird putting your work out there, and I've never done a zine before. It's my first attempt of it, and uh, I was a little sketchy about it. I'm like, uh, I don't know. Like, is this good enough quality to consider a zine? Is this something people would enjoy? Is the presentation right? Like, you don't really know. But the nice thing about zines is there's not really any rules, and I, I like that about them. And, um, but, I'm very happy, uh, Ray, that you enjoyed it, and uh, it's a huge compliment, and actually makes me uh, makes me glad that I actually pursued actually putting out a zine or trying to complete a zine, and uh, it's nice to get that sort of uh, I don't know encouragement. So, kind of made my day. So, thank you, Ray, so much for that awesome, awesome email, and. Uh, all right, I think that's the end of this episode of the Negative Positives Podcast. You can see my photography on Instagram at Gutterman Photo, on Facebook at Mike Gutterman Photography. You can email this program at guttermanphoto at gmail.com. And obviously join the Facebook group. Most of these fine people that have emailed are on there. It's a very welcoming and a supportive community, and I love it. And uh, so definitely join it. It is the Negative Positives Film Photography Facebook, Film Photography Podcast Facebook group. All right, everyone stay positive. Take some cool film photos. And I will see you very soon. Thanks for listening.